Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to Beyond the Dome. I can actually say that now. This isn't a welcome to Beyond the Dome. This is a welcome back to Beyond the Dome. I'm Carlin Jacob. I'm joined today with John Adaro. And John, we're talking Echo. We are talking our first media today. How does it feel? How does it feel? Oh, it feels great. We've never talked about a TV show on any podcast that we have done. We've done some movies before. Definitely check out that. Check that out on Inside the Dome, some of our old movie reviews. But we've never done TV. And what better way to start than the brand new Marvel series, Echo. Yeah, while we're recording it, it's been out for over a week. We're recording this on the 17th. Uh, you are listening to this on the 18th. So here's how this is going to work. If you're brand new, welcome. Uh, so essentially, we're going to review it. We're going to talk about all five episodes and hopefully about an hour. We're not going to do too long because it's only five episodes but if you just want the spoiler free opinion you can listen to from now until we say so once we say so we'll give you like a 15 second warning and then we're going to start saying spoilers and then we're going to give our spoiler free thought uh, our spoiler thoughts and then that's basically going to be it that's how this is going to work and that's how everything's going to work that is movies or tv shows um and if we see any other like if we see a play or a musical or any other physical media that you can watch, we will we will do spoiler-free thoughts, as always. Um, yeah. yeah, this is how it's going to work. So I say we get into the title of the episode, which is... Echo. <laughs> oh, my. Well, what, yes, well, what, the, what, the show what? review is Echo, but the name of this podcast yeah. is... Oh, Beyond the Dale. Oh, the name oh, of the episode, title of this episode one. Oh my, you're yeah, tripping what's me the title of the, What's the title of this episode? Because I saw the it, title, and I'm like trying to set you up here. The title <laughs> of this episode is Echo is Good, Not Great. That's okay. probably so, the nicest I'm, way to put I'm it. I'm basically going to say this right now, with before John and I get into our like, full uh, spoiler-free thoughts. Um, Basically, if you're considering watching this, there, you really don't need to. <laughs> Essentially, there's the post credit scene, and if anything, the final episode. I feel like everything else is basically... Eh. I, yeah. I can't say anything else without spoiling it, and we'll get into why in the spoilers, obviously, but this isn't like something that you need to like, sit down and watch to understand like Deadpool in July. Yeah, like definitely... Definitely to clarify that, too, because there's been Marvel shows that we've seen, like WandaVision, for example. You have to have seen WandaVision to know what Doctor Strange is all about and like why Wanda's bad. You don't have to watch this show to understand what the next project is going to be. There's a little tease at the end. Like Carlin said, there is a cameo or two, but this isn't a necessity. And also, too, with that point, I, well, well, really... As of right now, as of right this now. isn't going to affect anything that's coming up this year that I'm aware of. Because what's coming out this year? Yeah, Deadpool. Yeah, that's it. Movies. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't think Daredevil comes out this year. I think that's next year. Yeah, I think that's next year. But also, too, you don't have to have watched anything prior. Really, I would say no. Hawkeye, but the show does a good job of kind of catching you up. If yeah, because watch Hawkeye. 
there's moments from Hawkeye. If you've seen Hawkeye, there's moments that are basically the same exact thing. They just pulled a clip from it and shoved yeah. it in. But uh, let's let's get let's get to the good stuff first. Yeah, it's it's enjoyable. It's not like it's not in my opinion. However, it's a soap opera. <laughs> Am I wrong? Like, I yeah, think. I I think here's the issue with these Marvel shows. Are they good? Eh. I think the best Marvel show is Loki. Loki and then Hawkeye. That's... Hawkeye's a great Marvel show. But they're more like setting up dialogue, setting up dialogue, setting up dialogue. Fight. Mini fight. Setting up dialogue, setting up. Like, and then at the end, there's a big battle. Um, We'll get into that in spoiler free. Uh, spoiler, sorry. I'm always going to say that. But, like, there's not much that happens. First off, I want to say two things. Because before I'll let you say your thoughts, because I know you're dying to. First off, I think they got people who did the sign language. And that's how they did the key roles, which was really cool. It was very awesome to see. Um, also, I'm going to say this isn't a spoiler, but they're, her hair, what is her heritage? She's Native American. Yeah, she uh, is a deaf Native American Choctaw. Choctaw. Is that yeah. how? Okay, first off, we are so sorry if we are pronouncing that wrong. Uh, but shout out to uh, them because Marvel got full permission from them to use them. And it, I think when I would told John, like, because he said, because I watched it like all in one day, like I sat down and watched Bang, 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 Bang. And I said my favorite part was all that, all the heritage behind it and the backstory like like I I'm, I'm a big history nerd and just seeing that was just like was just so cool because you learn about something new like you really do but I'm going to let you talk now cuz I I've, I've been rambling here. Yeah, you're good. We'll we'll start with the good first off and I I mean this show's not bad. That's probably a better way to put it. Uh it's not bad. It's not like She-Hulk or Secret Invasion, but I'll with the good uh, I think the acting was good in this show. I liked uh, Alakwa Cox, the the woman who played Maya Lopez in this. I think she was very good, especially because she, in real life, is deaf, too. So she did a very good job, and I think she played the character very well. Uh, Fisk was a great character in this. I always love seeing him. I need to rewatch Daredevil, too. I really need to rewatch that. It's actually on Disney Plus now, but... I will rewatch that at some point just because the trailer show Kingpin and Daredevil are both in this. So, but also too, this is confirmed. Daredevil is now officially a part of the MCU timeline. So everything that happens in Daredevil is canon. Okay. But what do you mean? Like I saw everyone say that. Why? Why is it canon? Because Because of what happens in the story. Literally, just the only reason why it's canon, Daredevil, is because Marvel just added it to the MCU timeline. They oh, put really? all the Netflix shows. Yeah, all of the Netflix shows they put yeah, into the MCU timeline. They were originally there, like, but not in the timeline. And then yeah. they added them It wasn't the like Daredevil and all that. It wasn't MCU timeline. It was just its own thing. But now it's but now confirmed. It it's yeah. confirmed that it's in the timeline, which sets more questions for the new Daredevil show. But we're not talking about that now. But it is interesting to consider that this 
Wilson Fisk is the same Wilson Fisk from Daredevil, technically. Then when you watch Hawkeye, you're like, how can that be? But anyway, the acting was good, I would say. I like the fight scenes. They were fine for what they were. I'll get to my TV MA thoughts in a bit. But the fights were good, I would say. They were enjoyable, except one fight that I will mention later that was... Little shaky when you rewatch it carefully. But do you know what episode off the top of your head? Oh, episode one. It, it was early, and I'll I'll kind of uh, say. Uh, okay, okay, I I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Save it, save it, save it, save it. I'll save it. But yeah, we're ta- we're talking good right now, so it was fine. And if I watched this all in one day, so if that happens, that means that it was good enough for me to binge it. I did not lose interest. I wanted to watch the next episode. If if we were talking about what if, I kind of stopped watching it and I ended my binge. But you didn't watch all of season two? Not all of it yet. I, I haven't really, it. Yeah, I didn't finish my binge. But this show, I felt like binging it. And it was not a bad binge, I would say. And honestly, it was smart that they released it all at once. I don't think it would have worked if they did it weekly and that will kind of go into the critiques that we, I also, I think putting it as a TV show was also the better idea. I think, I think the way they went with the story isn't a movie. Yeah. I don't know. It's we'll get to the story. Okay. okay. I I want you to think this is just for you. I want you to think, Think of it as a movie and how it would have done. I mean, it wouldn't have done well box office wise. It wouldn't have been a good box office. I mean, it it could be like a Disney plus movie or something, or, you know, like how they do those specials now, like werewolf by night and some of the, like like those exclusives, like maybe it could have been that if they really wanted to cram. Kind of like how a Disney channel original movie was. Just a yeah. little bit of a better budget in a movie. Yeah, but yeah, I could see. I, that. Some... I think I think that would have been better than a TV show. But anyways, yeah, I'll let you talk. Uh, I'm just thinking of like other things I really liked. Uh <laughs> yeah, it was just it was just like a fine show to watch. Like it, it has a story. It's not filled with plot holes. I would say it's not like, well, how did this happen? Like. Where's the logic here and here? I didn't notice that much compared to some other shows and movies I've seen. So it was plot hole free. So I was kind of happy with that. But I'm kind of ready to get to the mixed and bad stuff very soon. Yeah. But anything I, positive you got? I basically, it's fine. I just love the heritage behind all of it. Yeah, and I think the way, was very like, cool. the way they interpreted the sign language to make us understand too was very cool. Like there's a part after a certain episode where it's really cool of what they do. But like then again, character story wise, they made it like a really good point, which we'll get into yeah. in the spoiler. And if you're obviously um if you're obviously uh listening to this and you already watched the whole thing, then you know what we're talking about. Um but yeah let's talk about some of the bad. <laughs> Did it deserve to be T V M A? Oh, no. I, w- I want to get into that right now. I, I, show, I disagree. I disagree. Okay. This show, but, they marketed this show so hard 
if you've seen all the commercials for this show, all the ads, they're like, viewer discretion is advised. Beware for this brand new show. It's gory. Make sure to switch your thing to TVMA. This is okay. dark. This is violence. So it was here, not that bad. Here, here's my combat to this. Two questions. I've never seen any yeah. of the Netflix shows. Any. I need to. And this is something I need to do. But if you're looking for like an F word or like them like cursing a lot, that that doesn't happen. So my question for you yeah. is, does that happen in Daredevil? Do they say anything? I don't think topic, it, it's yeah. more violence than curse okay. words. I think. So if I you're just... look, if you're looking for that TVMA, you're not getting that. Yeah. Um. But here's my combat to this: Have you ever watched any of the Fox shows? Uh, no. Like, there's like nine one one. There's um. Oh, I've heard of those. Okay, so those shows, um, right? Even though nine one one's moving to ABC, uh, they're always viewer discretion is advised. Yeah, and I think you and I growing up watching Logan, which we grew up watching Logan, which is insane to say, Logan, um, the Bad Boys movies, uh, Beverly Hill Cop, uh, Deadpool. We grew up watching Deadpool, yeah. surprisingly, um, all of those type of movies with the blood, the gore, the guts. Like we think, like when we heard TVMA, we we're like, oh, yeah, we're gonna get that. We. No, we got. I think the most disturbing scene is when someone coughed up blood. Honestly, I, the most think, disturbing scene was in the trailer. It was when Kingpin beat that dude up. It was yeah, probably that. That's pretty disturbing. I would say but, that. Or, that's not. E- I would say the I'll, coughing up blood's worse too. Yeah. I'll clarify the point I made. I think they didn't need to make it TVMA because, like. There was just very minimal bits of that element, if you, and you could have cut that. If you, you didn't made it TVMA, you needed to make it like a Daredevil. TM, I was I, I was expecting like Logan type violence, and we got very small. Like somebody gets shot, and like but, you see the the so gun I'm, or the I'm watching, I'm watching this, and I'm like, all right. So my question is, is that obviously it's TVMA? But, like, they made it, like, oh, it's going to be TVMA, blood, guts, gore, blah, 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 blah. And they didn't do any of that. I was like, well, it's Disney Plus. Like, but then to combat that, Deadpool's on Disney Plus. Yeah. Logan's on Disney Plus. They're not made by Disney. Fox made them, but now they're owned by Disney. I think it was just a big marketing thing. Yeah, I I agree. I hope they don't do that. With Daredevil Borden again. I hope they go back to the way it was. And same thing with Deadpool. Obviously Deadpool. If they screw up Deadpool 3, they're done for. Marvel shot himself in the foot. But we'll get to that in July. Yeah. I do want to say one thing. It's not even a good or a bad with this show. But this is the first series that is under the Marvel Spotlight banner. And what this is. Like it was at the beginning of each episode. It's really where they are just highlighting a certain character. Like it doesn't have the show doesn't have to revolve around the entire MCU, but it's just something that focuses on one character and their story. So that's kind yeah. of what they're starting now, and I guess. Is, is Spotlight the low street crime stuff? 
Yeah, it's just individual character focused Which things. I think was perfect for the show. Yeah. But here's the thing. If you get rid of Kingpin, is it a Marvel show? It's a Marvel show, but it's a Marvel show that no one's going to watch because Kingpin's, I think, why many people watched it. And here's my here's my number one thing of why I struggled a bit with this show. The Echo character, I did not care about the character after Hawkeye. I did not think the character needed her own show. So it's it was very hard investing into the Echo character. Because I just don't think they gave a lot. I think more people were watching it for Kingpin and Daredevil than anything else, honestly. But I just... I mean, the show made her better compared to what Hawkeye did. Oh, yeah. It's almost like like what they're going to do with Agatha and they're going to give her a whole TV show. It's like not everybody needs a show. But the only way this... they would need a show is if you made it clear that they're going to be big in the future. Yeah, and I don't think Echo is going to be big in the future. Yeah. This was they really just a tease, for... but this was just a tease for Daredevil. This really, and it wasn't even a tease for Daredevil, but it was like, yeah. here's Fisk again. Here he is. Be ready for Fisk. Yeah, because he's going to be in the new show that's been confirmed already. But it just. The TVMA, they did not need it. And the character, it was hard coming into this show because of the character. I don't know about your thoughts with Echo as a character coming in. Did you care uh, much? She didn't need her own TV show, but I can give my more thoughts and spoiler version because if I say my thoughts, it's going to be spoilers. So, Yeah, and I think the big thing, too, with this show... And I was, before we started recording, I was going through the plot summaries because it's been a while since I watched it. The story of this whole show is very mid. When you really look at it, when you look at Echo's goals in this show and what she's trying to accomplish, and then that kind of changes midway through, I just don't know if the story is as compelling. It's pointless. Can I be... It really, it's pointless. Yeah. Except the end. Yeah. There's it's... one scene in the end that I can think of that's going to set something up for the future. And then obviously postcard scenes always set things up, which we know what that's going to be about. But there's one scene. Yeah. And I can't say it without spoiling it. But everything else is pointless. And... Yeah. And looking at the episodes too, this is why I think this could have been like a special or a Disney Plus movie. I'm just looking at episode two, for example. It was thirty just, minutes. You didn't need it. You could, you could like cut it out and edit it a little bit. You don't need that for the whole big story. Episode three, yeah, there's like a cool fight scene, but I don't even know what happens. Like they build on the lore and all that, but even let's even just talk about the lore of this show and. I wasn't even expecting any of that. I thought this would just be like a street type of thing. I thought it would all be set in New York and all that. And then all of a sudden, very first scene, and it's like we're dealing with magic in an Echo show with Kingpin. Like, that catch you off guard? Like, them going You and I have never read the Echo comics, though. 
So that's the thing. (laughs) I know, but we can't say whether or not, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'll look up the character and her history too in the comics if I can, but. So basically in my opinion, overall, it is a good show. It's not like it's like fantastic by any means, but like, I sat there and watched all five episodes, not because I had to, because I wanted to. I think each episode left you with a half decent cliffhanger towards the end. Yeah. Um, and yeah. the other thing I want to say before I want to get spoilers personally, because I can't talk much without seeing it. Um, I'm pretty sure in the trailer it says that it's taking place in Oklahoma. It's taking place yeah. where she grew up. Um, I like that. I know you don't. But I do because everything always happens in New York and Marvel. And to take something yeah. to a random town in Oklahoma is pretty cool. For like a big street crime to be brought to Oklahoma is awesome. Yeah. But I like again, what they did with it. Yeah. I so, liked it. I just wasn't. It wasn't Oklahoma. It was more once they started getting all mythical and all of that with powers. That's kind of what threw me off guard with this show. At least with what they presented her as in Hawkeye, I was yeah. not expecting all of that so, in the show. Yeah, but with that being said, do you want to get to spoilers? We'll get we'll give like a final rating for people, yeah. for the non spoiler people. But final thing I'll say too, non spoiler was the finale was just it was alright. I don't know it. I, the final battle, all of that, it was just meh. <laughs> typical, typical Marvel. Honestly, I we've seen so many final battle type things. That's why I like Loki the most. And I know you. I don't know if you've seen season two yet. Have you seen season two? I've seen finale? an episode besides the finale. Oh. But even the season one finale, it doesn't have like a big fight at the end. Or anything like that. I like the change. You could have done a change here, but they instead went with the big fight. But out of 10, what would you give this? Simple. Out of 10. A six and a half. Six and a half? All right. Um, coming into this, I was thinking a six, like above average. I'll stick with. Uh, I think it's a five. I think it's average. I think it's an average. I think the only reason I'll give it a six and a half is because we're exploring a different side of Marvel. Minus the powers, which I'm pretty sure they show in the trailer. Um, Yeah. But like you explore like Native American heritage. You explore um, street crimes in New York, stuff in Oklahoma. It's just like not typical Marvel yeah. Which is enjoyable I do, to a point. I do like that. Yeah, so. I do like that. I that's why I'll give it a five. It's just I would not rewatch it. I would not rewatch it. Oh, I would recommend I this. Yeah, I would recommend it if I had to recommend it to people. Only Marvel fans. So if you're listening and you're not a Marvel fan, probably don't watch this. I would say it's not worth your time if you. If you just want to stay up to date with the MCU and what's happening, if you like Kingpin, I'm not even going to say if you like Daredevil. If you like Kingpin, watch this. 
it's an easy binge. It'll yeah. take you like three hours maximum to binge this. So that would be my recommendation. Any final non-spoiler thoughts before we go on? Nope. Uh, Alrighty, so we're at 24 minutes. I will mark that down here. This will be your only warning right now. We are going to get into spoiler talk. So if you have not watched Echo yet, I would stop listening right now as we are or going into... if you really sp- don't care and just want a quick yeah. explanation of what everything happened, yeah. you're more yeah. than welcome to stay. Yeah, you're more than welcome to keep listening because we're going to go in depth with each episode. So here we go. Spoilers in three, two, one. All right. Uh, So before we go in to each episode real quick, the whole point of this show is basically Kingpin died, but he never died. You know what? Here's the stupidest part. Okay. Echo shoots him. In the eye. In the eye. Why don't you make sure he's dead? He Why don't over. you like shoot him yeah. in, shoot him in the brain? So after. we see, the, we we see uh, that happen in Hawkeye. Did you not tell yourself he's not dead? <laughs> oh, I knew he wasn't dead. I knew because th- they're pulling this from the comics because there's something where his eyes are shot out, shot. and his eye patch looked exactly like the comic. But even just in Hawkeye, this is a critic for Hawkeye. Like she shot him, shoot him in the forehead. That's where. <laughs> I don't know. Like, this whole Unless show is revolving around her missing. So, let's start from the first episode, right? All right. Basically, the whole half of the first episode is basically telling my story and basically a whole recap of everything that happened. I literally pause the TV and go, we just spent 20 minutes recapping all of Hawkeye yeah. and all of my life. And, I mean, you did need a recap about, like, her being death. There was a rainstorm at the beginning where... They all went inside. Someone cut the brakes. What do we ever find out who cut the brakes? Uh, I don't think we do. I'm looking at the plot summary. I I have a theory that it's Kingpin. It's one of Kingpin's. Probably Kingpin got his dad. Her dad killed. Yeah. So, so why he would want? Uh, I think he would want the mom killed to get business done. Yeah. But so obviously they cut the brakes. Um, my, uh, uh, they travel, you know, uh, her mom dies and she goes to the hospital. She loses her leg, which I never not knew she lost her leg in Hawkeye. Never knew that. Um, and yeah, so then from that point on, we basically recap Maya's whole entire life. We see the karate scene where, uh, Kingpin comes in and goes, Maya, my favorite niece, how are you? And all of that. (laughs) Um, yeah. and yeah, that's basically the whole front part of this thing. And then it leads up to her shooting Kingpin and the eye and being <laughs> before we take a five yeah. month jump, which I'm sure you're going to want to talk about. Yeah. Everything. Also, I just when you watch, when, when you watched the start of the episode, were you confused as to like what was happening at the very start? Cause they were showing like, her heritage and like they were at that water area and like the whole roof was crumbling yeah i paused it and i'm like is this the right show i'm watching (laughs) i was so confused we also didn't get the marvel intro yeah but i just i wasn't expecting echo to have powers 
I'll just get that right out of the gate. I was not expecting her to have powers in this show, but also too. Here's my other question for you: Like, how I think is she? Here, how is she such a great fighter? She took karate class. How? What else made her very good? Especially being deaf. Like Daredevil can't see, and he had to learn. Like we learned that he has super good hearing. But Echo, how does she? Was she just fighting in karate class? Yes, she has really good senses. Spire senses. Yeah, like, where's the backstory with that? And also, too, remember that scene where she just uh, she made the motorcycle go into a police car. Oh yeah, during the King flashback. Yeah. Why did Echo else. even do that? <laughs> like, what's the point the... in that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and like you said, there's not plot holes. There are so many plot holes in this story, dude. I and guess, yeah. Maybe re. Some things don't make sense, about. but for like looking at the story wise, like everything that needed to happen happened. Yeah. Like you're not gonna like no one said like oh the grandma died, but we never find out how the grandma died. Like that's not a plot hole, you know? Yeah. Like. That, like everything that needs to happen happened essentially and, until he got shot. But what doesn't make sense to me, Kingpin got shot in the eye, was dead for five months yeah. before this man makes a return. Because they, we take a five month gap from her running away from Kingpin's men five months later and going to Oklahoma. Why did it take so long? Coma. <laughs> I guess. Huh? He, it, I guess but, he was in a coma. Like, but they said he was dead. But here's so here's my thinking, right? You think, oh, he's dead. He wants all his enemies to think he's dead. Yeah. And then you see the post credit scene. Make it make sense. Because here's the thing. In the post-credits scene, we're gonna let's talk about it now, real quick. Kingpin's sitting on his flight back to good old New York, and turns the TV on, and they're talking about the race for mayor in New York. And they're talking; they need someone who like isn't like a mayor who's never been into politics, kind of like a businessman, kind of like how Trump was in 2016. They need that's basic. It's what it reminded me of. Like that's the way they were talking, yeah. basically saying you need someone from ground and someone to emerge and they go well why didn't he emerge by now and it's basically kingpin like hmm and in the comics kingpin runs for mayor and it's kingpin's city and daredevil has to take him down which is going to be the plot of daredevil born again of daredevil taking down kingpin as the mayor of new york city and my point right. is is if why did it take so long for kingpin to take for five months if you say he wanted to be dead cool all his enemies could think he's dead. But then he's going to run for mayor. <laughs> hey, yeah. he is alive and he is running for mayor. Like. Yeah. And I mean, I guess he was in a coma. And maybe people didn't know if he was dead or not. Maybe people just speculated. But even with him running for mayor, if this is the same kingpin from the original Daredevil, this guy's been in jail multiple times. <laughs> He's been arrested. I think the show kind of spoiler. I think he ended off being arrested by the end of it. So it's like 
they gotta like clean all that up like how would he become a mayor but they were making it obvious like oh we need a brawler as yeah exactly we need need someone who's never been into politics and all this stuff yeah they made it so obvious like oh they're looking for kingpin (laughs) that's who they need but going back at least to the end of the first episode i'm just reading the summary and echo essentially for the story she wants to take over kingpin's empire that's her goal for like the first couple episodes she wants to take over kingpin's empire once you get to episodes four and five do you really think she's trying to like do that no No, because here's the issue so let's finish up episode one real quick because i feel like this has to be discussed so episode one ends she goes back to oklahoma she runs into her uncle and she's like i want your help and he goes yeah no then she runs into her cousin which i love her cousin her cousin is one of the best parts him and his dog billy jack one of the best parts and she basically goes i need your help and the episode essentially ends with kingpin awaking so let's go into the next yeah. episode where basically Ugh. she's home and she goes to her cousin, hey, I need your help with something. So the whole episode is them trying to put a bomb. I could say that. Yeah. They're trying to put a yeah. bomb in one of Kingpin's cargo train that has happens to be going through Oklahoma, which is the reason she is there. No other reason. She drove to Oklahoma to put a bomb in the train yeah. and she wanted she, to see some family too <laughs> she didn't all she needed was her yeah. uncle's help she didn't want to see her was it her sister yeah. or was it her so cousin? it was so she saw her cousin that was Bonnie. biscuits and his dog biscuits, uh and then her uncle those are the only people that she went to directly yes and then but eventually I, she would find more people but her is Bonnie her sister or her cousin? I think, I think like sister or adopt. I'll confirm that right now. I'm, I'm looking at the cast because, list because they talk about it in this episode where like, oh, you should go visit her. She knows you're in town and all this stuff. It's an issue. But the whole point is, uh, Echo, uh, Maya, and Biscuits trying to um, mm. I got it. Well, cousin went up. Cousin. cousin. So their cousin. So it's Maya and Biscuits basically like, we're going to go blow this up. So Maya becomes with this whole big plan, gets everything she needs. They go to the local uh, pawn shop guy in town, which I think he's a good point in the story because in a small yeah. town, you're not going to Walmart. You're not going to, you know, the local, like you're going to the local hardware store, the local pawn shop, and you're getting what you need to do. And she makes a very good bomb <laughs> from what she got. <gasps> Um, and she makes the bomb and she tells him, I need your help. And he goes, but I have dinner at six with grandma. <laughs> she goes, you'll always have dinner at six with grandma. Let's go. And so they get on, uh, they, she jumps on the train and says, follow me. And he follows her and they basically go on this whole train ride and she cuts a hole with a D wall. Uh, what's it called? Oh man, I'm an electrician. I should know this. Hold on. It is a grinder. He cuts a hole with the grinder, goes in, puts the bomb in, puts it back together, and then essentially uh, Biscuits picks her up, and that's the whole entire episode. I'm sure I'm forgetting something. It's literally, looking at it, it's just they do the train thing. The bomb explodes. 
her hands glow for the first time. Also, at the beginning, there's like a flashback of like a little game going on between the ancestors, but I was on yeah. my phone the whole time during that. Which, but I, I want to say something about that real quick because you just reminded me of this. Every time we talk about the ancestors, the screen always went full screen. Normally, yeah. when we get these shows, they're all like. I don't know the aspect ratio on the top of my head, but there's always like a little black at the top and a little black at the bottom. When she went, yeah. like when we were looking at the ancestors and their hands started to glow or whatever happened, it went full screen, which was a nice little touch, I will say. Yeah. And there was nothing else. She, uh, I think uh, the cousin and the grandma figured out she was in town and Echo did not want to talk to them. That was it. Yeah, but also, too, much. we. Skipped one thing in episode one, and I think people need to know about it. Daredevil was in episode one as well. We And when I said that there was one really bad fight scene, if you watch that Daredevil fight in slow motion, oh my god, it was... How does he know she's going uh, for a gun? Like, okay, so he has, like, superhuman I know. hearing. I know he has the he super can, hearing. But do you think he, he can really... Hear. Do you really think – I'm assuming he heard her open a cage. But do you really think Daredevil goes, oh, she opened a cage. There's going to be guns behind that cage, and she's going to pull out a shotgun and try to shoot me? That It's reasonable. If you've seen Daredevil, it's reasonable to think that. My issue, though, there was, like, one point where she's kicking him and then, like, stops mid-kick and then, like, kicks him. Daredevil doesn't react. Like, there was some bad choreography. And then there was, like, that one point. He's on the ground. Do you see, like, he's on the ground, and then he gets right up without using his arms or anything? Yeah. It was weird. I don't even... I was watching that fight, and I was like, ugh. But also, too, that's the only thing that Daredevil's in in this whole show, too. So if you were coming in wanting to see Daredevil, that's all you get. One fight scene. And it really didn't mean much. Echo is able to stand toe-to-toe with Daredevil. But... That's the only other thing I want to mention with him. I didn't want to forget my boy Daredevil. But episode three happens, and they all have nice names. The first name is Chaffa for episode one. Then we got Loak, then Tuklo, then Talo, and then Maya. So, interesting names. But in episode three, there's another flashback. And I don't even remember it. <laughs> so I'm not even going to read off what it says. I'm pretty sure. So essentially, it's the story about the uh, Indian cowboys, I want to say. Yeah. The Native American cowboys. Essentially, the Native Americans were like, yeah, uh, we need um, we need protectors. We need law enforcement. So they get like four dudes. And they basically are the law. And they're yeah. like going through, and he, the one guy teaches his daughter how to shoot and how to throw. And she goes, I want to be one. And he goes, no, only men are. Men are – I remember the line. Men are supposed to take lives. Women are supposed to bring lives. And so essentially yeah. they go off. He goes in. He gets ambushed. She comes out, and she saves the day. And that's when her hands glow when she realizes and it goes full screen again. That was the whole – The hands. The hands yeah. glowing. Yeah. Uh, I, I I don't care for the hands glowing. <laughs> I really don't. I think that's that was an episode. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, right? it was. It talks it was. about the cowboys. Just yeah. like a, yeah, just I'm go, like a, I'm going off of memory with that. I don't remember what they called any of them, so I don't. I'm not sure. It's very hard not 
to say what is right and what's wrong. It's just all from memory. So yeah, in this episode, <laughs> yeah, this episode was essentially that bowling alley fight. All that. So one of the people working for Echo's uncle is working for Fisk. And he called Fisk's men to come down. And they trap they trap the uncle. They trap Echo and Bonnie, the cousin, the female cousin. And so they're trapped. And then the henchmen for Kingpin come in. And they kill the informant. That was working at the bowling alley. Which roller rink. he was shot in the back and had the blood spit up. Yeah. Which was pretty TVMA. Gory. TVMA was, right that there. That was one of the gory moments. Yeah. But that's like the only other TVMA moment I could think of for the rest of the show. There's the one but, where he shoots him up the head. The yeah. But. Yeah, there's that. But... So then there's a big fight. Echo's beating up people. It's a fine fight for what it is. And uh, I think that was then, a good fight. Yeah, it probably was. And then they're captured again because the henchmen for Kingpin threatened to shoot the uncle and cousin. But then as they are about to all be executed, Kingpin gives them the order not to do it. So... And then yeah, at the end of the episode, him off. yeah. And at the end of the episode, Kingpin makes his grand return, and I was so surprised. Just kidding. Oh, I was literally so shocked. I'm sitting there like, oh my gosh, he's back. But yeah, like when <laughs> you got the phone call, it's like it's Kingpin. He's telling them to back off, and he wants to deal with it. But yeah. I don't think at one point in this show, Kingpin wants to kill Maya. I don't think Kingpin ever wanted to kill Maya. I think. Kingpin has a really strong love for Maya. Um, I could be wrong. I mean, I'm just speculating on this, but just the way he talks and the way he does things, he really does mean it. But I think this is a good lean into episode four, where yeah. he basically his men surround her, uh, puts she like puts her hands behind her back and stuff to hold her down, and they open her eye and throw in a. Or they called contact, and yeah. essentially Kingpin puts that audio receiver in his ear, and basically whatever he says does the hand signs for her. And then whatever she signs, he can hear. Um, yeah. And there's a very I, good. I line laughed there. at that. <laughs> that was that was clever. It was very <laughs> clever, but also I wasn't Mar- expecting that. Marvel was very clever. What they did when they said to Maya when she was having a conversation inside with him, basically saying. You never no, it wasn't that it was at the casino in episode five. Yeah, which it was later. Where she goes, You never cared enough to learn sign for me. And he does do yeah. sign. It's not like he doesn't, but he's not like her. She's she's fluent. He's not. So yeah, in the in that episode, I think they were doing a flashback and there was a translator with Kingpin, and then once they were done with the translator, Kingpin had the translator killed. So Really? I didn't know. Yeah, that. did you miss that? Yeah, I did you miss, miss that, that scene. I think it was in episode four. It was four or five, but they were finished with their meal, and the woman who was with Kingpin, she was escorted out, and they shot her. <laughs> and yeah, it's probably because she knew too much because she was listening to their conversation. She was signing the whole time. Yeah, yeah, and I bet that's why Kingpin's like, "I don't need a translator. Give me some context. <laughs> I can't be dealing with this." But here's what I was wondering. Here's what would have been smart of Kingpin. 
if he was truly smart, you're putting a whole contact lens into her. Make it like a tracker in a sense. And she wouldn't know where like everything she sees, he could see from wherever, like make it a tracker. And then you'll know where she is the whole time. You'll know who she's talking to. If Kingpin was smart, he would have done that. She also took the eye out. Yeah, she never took five. the contact out. Four episode yeah. four. She'll come back. Yeah, she. N- um. So yeah, let's let's continue with this episode. So obviously they sit down, they have lunch, and he base. She goes, yeah, basically want everything you have. And he goes, you can, but you just have to come back essentially. And her, yeah. she runs into her uncle, and her uncle was like, "Don't do it. I trusted him, and he took everything from me, and that's why I ran out here." To basically hide and not have anyone hurt. And he said, if whatever you do, if you do something with him, you're going to be hurt. Um, yeah. And so she doesn't. And, yeah. Well, here's what's just weird with this episode, too. So just reading the summary. So that conversation between Echo and Kingpin happens. And then the conversation with the uncle happens. And during that conversation, she gets another vision. And that prompts her to go to the grandmother correct and they talk about their ancestors and how the ancestors helped them when they need it most and the visions some of them is when maya was or when the mother was born and maya or echo leaves in anger at that point she leaves the grandma and at that point echo's like screw it i'm gonna go kill kingpin now that's essentially what happens there was just no, I don't know why she was just, I'm not going to return with Kingpin. I'm just going to kill him. She just goes like that. There wasn't really anything to Probably trigger the conversation that. conversation from her uncle made her trigger. I guess that. So she goes to kill Kingpin, but then this is where we get the ties to the Daredevil show, the OG one. And she shows, he shows her the hammer and he tells her to kill him. Like how he killed his father and to let her pain out. And she doesn't do that. And Kingpin's still like, okay, if you don't want to kill me, you can still come home to New York with me. You have one day to do it or you got to come in the morning. And she doesn't do that for reasons we'll get to maybe in a bit. Though I really don't know those reasons. And Kingpin's pissed. That's the episode. Yeah, right is, do we get the credit scene of where he beats up the ice cream dude this episode? That was actually that was at the beginning of the episode. There, so yeah, let's That's talk, probably let, let's talk yeah. about this because this shows me how much Kingpin truly cared for her. Granted, there's the sign, but I think that it's an argument where you're arguing with someone where they go, "You truly never cared about me," and you can think of reasons why they never cared about you, but then you don't see it from their point of view where they're like. You say that, but like when you were sick, I made you soup. When you like, you can like list a whole bunch of reasons. So it's basically Maya telling herself, You never cared for me, but Kingpin has. And there's really no right or wrong with this, but I think this helps Kingpin a lot. Where basically Maya goes up to the guy in the cart and goes, She signs. Um, and he, he goes, Speak, I can't hear you, kid, speak. She goes in the car and she essentially cries. And Kingpin goes, what's wrong? And she tells him. And he goes, hold on, Maya. Stay right here. And he gets out. He walks up. He doesn't even get her ice cream. He instead just decides to throw him in an alley and start beat the crap out of the dude. Um, yeah. 
And then Maya kicks the guy when he's dead. Well, yeah, and so no, he was still alive. And then Maya like comes barely, over yeah. and kicks him. And then that's the whole scene because he calls him basically, yeah. and he says, "I need a new suit." I, I would love to do yeah. uh, Vincent Denario's voice and go, "I need a new <laughs> suit." I cannot see having Maya see me like this. And then Maya comes over and like beats the crap out of him, and then go on their way. But I sent I sent you this on Instagram. And it's Marvel Studios on Instagram, and Vincent D'Onario is Kingpin, and the thing says, vicious. <laughs> did you ever oh. fear Kingpin in the show? Like, did fear you ever him? Th- yeah. I did in Daredevil, but... In this show. In this show, what hurt a little bit was just Hawkeye, too. Kingpin got beat up by uh, Kate Bishop in Hawkeye. Yeah. So it kind of hurts. They're trying to like build him back up, but he's lost twice now. And we'll get to that in the final episode. But last point I'll make with Kingpin before we go to the final episode. I can see why he does care for Maya because in Daredevil, he cares for a significant other in that show a lot. So the people who he truly does love, he cares for them greatly. So, so question for you in Daredevil, does he know Daredevil's real identity? I can't confirm that. I have not seen the third season, and that's why I need to rewatch it. And it's also been years since I've seen it. In the first two seasons, no, at least. They never meet. He does not. They meet. They meet, and there's like one really good scene where it's like Matt Murdock, not Daredevil. It's him and Kingpin. And and it's a great scene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a great scene. And, uh,. Yeah, they've interacted before, but Kingpin truly does care for like the people he's close to. So when Maya's like, "I ain't going with you," he's pissed. But then it's like going to episode six, episode five now. What is Maya's goal at this point? So she doesn't go with Kingpin. What's she doing now? She leaves. Like, where does she go? She goes and to like that the, festival for the fun of the, it. Like, I, is that the end of episode four that his? her grandmother gets captured or is that episode five that's episode five so it should have maya, been episode four i'm just saying that yeah so maya goes okay so biscuits i'm reading off of wikipedia right now biscuits messages maya that the grandma and the cousin were missing so that is why she returns to oklahoma or tamaha well tamaha before we get to that you're forgetting one key thing and that is the bird scene. There's a bird oh, yeah, scene. That too. So let's talk there about this. Was the the last flashback that we got, and it was Maya was basically screwing around in the woods, doing what every country kid does. They have a slingshot, they have a rock, and they're going to go shoot things with it. So Maya goes out and sees this bird, and Maya goes, "Ooh!" and takes the rock and goes, and the bird gets hit and falls to the ground. She picks up the bird. She runs to her mom and goes, Mama, 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 I shot the bird and now he's hurt. Can we heal him? She goes, how did he get hurt? He fell out of a tree. <laughs> She's like, no, I did it. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I did. She's like, you knocked it out. She's like, maybe I was trying to hit it but, and all this stuff. So Maya's mom uses her ancestor power and heals the bird and basically tells Maya, anytime you see the bird, it's basically a sign, essentially. That something is yeah. wrong or that the ancestors need help or like family needs help. 
And so when Maya's at the dinner and Biscuit sends the text, she looks out the window and she sees the bird. Yeah. And there's another part what? that someone sees the bird too, and I can't remember off the top of my head. It might be the grandma. I don't know. But I just don't get what Maya was doing after episode four. Like, why, when she left Kingpin, like, what was her goal? Like, we knew her mission at the first part was to get his empire. And then she decides not to get his empire in episode four. So it's like, what is, I know Kingpin's objective. Yeah, like, Kingpin's objective in this, and this is what brings Maya back into it. Kingpin is just Alpha Revenge now, and he's trying to kill everybody close to Maya. But what was Maya trying to do? Was she just running away, I yeah, guess? because her uncle said if you get close with him, he's going to take everything you love. And it, a best-case scenario for her was just leave, go away. And sacrifice her family to Kingpin at that point? Like, that ended, I don't think, that's what ended I don't up think happening. she thought about that. She's like, yeah, who cares? <laughs> there we go. There, yeah, there's a plot hole right there. Like, I, don't think she, I don't think she thought. She got the text and be like, oh, shoot, I forgot he existed. Yeah, like, oh, I didn't think I could piss him off for leaving <laughs> he beat a guy in the alley for me for ice cream and i didn't think he would hurt my family like <sighs> yeah. yeah that that chunk there that kind of hurt the show <laughs> but we'll get we'll keep moving on so the festival happens uh i don't even know if i want to try to pronounce it or not but it's the choctaw powwow that's what choctaw it is powwow. so they're big that's guys. where everybody is yeah that's where everybody's coming to at this point all the characters are coming to this event and it's cool like you said during the non-spoilers seeing the culture the heritage all that is cool and i like that but so essentially all that's happening is they're trying to i guess kill everybody close to echo that's it and that's Which, it. <laughs> so they capture bonnie and the grandma the grandma runs into kingpin and tells him everything which, yeah, that's all he needed. And Maya comes back. What a coincidence. And, and basically puts on the outfit that the grandmother made for her. She made her an outfit. Uh, yeah. I don't. I'm and also, it's some type of North American thing. Yeah. And also, before the event, she had another vision where she talked to her mother. And yes. that's where she was kind of given the echo name. And the and bird. All that too. The bird thing. Yeah, the bird. Well. Um, yeah. So basically she puts on the outfit and she goes to the festival and she literally walks in the crowd doing her little steps, step touch. It was step touch, step touch, step touch. And when this happens, Biscuit runs into one of Kingpin's men. He's literally in an RV and he goes, I'm here for the festival. And he goes, all right, Barkin's over there. And he goes, nah, I'm going in here. Biscuit just lets him go through. (laughs) Yeah. Like why didn't you call the cops or anything? So you just let him go through. He goes sits down. Big he sits down. Obviously, uh, the RV goes back, and they're like keeping an eye out for her. And she basically runs into a horse stable. So when she does this, Kingpin obviously shows up. Turn all the lights turn on, and her cousin Bonnie and her grandma are standing there. And basically, Kingpin is ranting to her about everything. He's like angry. Bonnie's doing the signs for her, and obviously, Bonnie's telling him everything. And then essentially what happens is uh, when this is also happening, sorry, the uncle 
goes in and basically is looking for Kingpin's men to see what's going on. Because when this is all yeah. happening, Kingpin's men are in trucks. Right? Yeah. And Kingpin's Kingpin's men, the main dude, had an RPG. It yeah, was ready to blow everybody up. We're, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. So, obviously, her uncle comes and stands there and is, like, waiting to, like, see if something happened. Yeah, this is funny. And so, when this happens, Kingpin's obviously having this conversation. And then, all of a sudden, she gets the power from her ancestors. Bonnie yeah. and the grandmother get it, too. And basically, just start beating everyone up. And yeah. Kingpin gets taken down to the ground, and Maya basically takes her hands and put them on like his head, I would say, or like yeah, it was a interlocking finger motion, I would say, and push it on. Yeah, showing each other in real life, y'all can't see it, but we're doing it. <laughs> um, yeah. and basically takes it back to when his mom was getting beat by his uh father, and where Kingpin would take the hammer and go up and. But she basically talks and says, don't do it. Like, control yourself and all this stuff. And essentially, something happens. But we never know what. So, so here's you... what I guess happens. So, so, just trying to analyze this final fight. So, everything you said is right. Like, she gave other people the power somehow. I, I don't get her powers. I don't know why she got powers, but she has powers. So, maybe it's in the comics. But anyway, it happened. So... Kingpin's going for an attack in the slowest way possible and probably the worst way possible. Echo hits him. He falls to his knees. And then she puts her hands on his forehead and essentially goes into his mind. And Kingpin is in a scene kind of like reliving the moment before his father kills his mother. I believe it is. Yes. And then Echo, essentially to keep it brief, Echo tells him to let go of his pain. Kind of like how Echo has let go of her pain. So she, does it work? I don't know. But because when Kingpin gets out of the trance, he's like, what did you do to me? So I don't know if Kingpin was affected or not by whatever Echo did, but kingpin had a little moment so maybe he changed we don't know if he changed or not so when this was happening the order has been hit already to go to the kingpin's top man and say fire the rpg that was just chilling in the cooler (laughs) so he pulls out the rpg and the guy uh her uncle shoots him and it goes up in the sky and explodes and the the guy who's like doing the like stuff over the loudspeaker goes fireworks <laughs> oh my god like that's definitely a firework <laughs> well it right gets there. better because biscuits calls his uncle and his uncle's like yeah like if you have a gun or a weapon like use it because we forgot to mention yeah. this and obviously you saw watching the show if you're listening to this or if you haven't basically when they're doing the train thing the car that he's using is his grandma's truck and like he's only borrowing it well he screws it up badly and like it's a broken fender. So at one point, I think episode yeah. three or four, yeah. he goes to a junkyard three. to fix it. I think. And so when his uncle calls him and says, hey, fix, uh, like, if you have a gun or, like, a weapon or something, use it. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got something better. <laughs> Bro made the truck a monster truck. <laughs> and that was funny. Over the white fans, not killing anyone. Just went over it and ran it over and basically took them all out of commission. Well, all of this is happening. 
So someone got shot at RPG, a monster truck got used, and magical powers. Yeah. It was the finale you know of Echo. It, there was no big fight. There was no big fight. Yeah. It was It was just... They, Echo saved everybody from Kingpin, but she could have easily saved everybody if she just went with him. Thought we had to have the fight. We had to have Echo learning her powers. And yep. uh, the uncle saved everybody from dying from an RPG. <laughs> That's yeah, pretty much crazy. He was about to blow up everybody. Whole thing. That's literally. And after the fight, so um, after Kingpin's like, what did you do to me? Some henchman takes him away. And that's that. And they're able to get out of there. And Echo meets up with the family again. So she's got family. She's Dominic Toretto. And that's it for Echo right there. That's it. And and then we get the post credit scene that we talk about. That's the show. Yeah, that's, show. <laughs> that's the show. And it's good at maximum. But not great at all. Not even close to great. Good is like the nicest word I think we could use for this show. And going forward, it's watchable. That's probably the nicest thing to say. But going forward with this show, I don't know when Echo is going to show up next. Honestly, I don't even I, I don't even know. She's just chilling with her family now. I don't know. Maybe she'll get called back. No, no, she left. Did she leave after the family sure reunion? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she went back to New York City. Uh okay. Uh okay. They leave the festival before the police arrive. The next day, Maya says goodbye. Okay, she she says goodbye to her family before leaving Tamaha, and that's it. Yeah. So she'll she's just back. somewhere. She's going back to the city. Where else would she go? She's going back to where her uncle is. To get away from her uncle, she's going back to where her uncle is. So, and this whole thing could have been avoided if she shot him in the head instead of the eye. This whole thing could have been avoided. So, I thought she was almost just sparing him in a way. Like, I'm going to just make you suffer. Maybe she did. No, but she was like so surprised. Like, I killed him. This is not possible. She was like that. I thought, because when she shot his eye, I'm like, okay, maybe she's just making him suffer. He won't be able to see anything for the rest of his life. But no, he he, he has an eye. He still has an eye. But it's just a little cut up, you know? But I don't even know. It's fine. And then I guess the last point I'll make with this show is Hawkeye and Echo have really dumbed down Kingpin in a sense. He's had no victories going into his own show in a way, the Daredevil show, which is an 18-episode show, might I add. And Kingpin has... They're they're rewriting the script for it, so I don't know if it's still going to be 18 episodes. I hope it is, but they like there were plots with it. Like Daredevil, you never saw Daredevil in suit until episode five. Yeah, it's yeah. Fisk has lost to Kate Bishop and Maya now. See, I have a feeling what they're going to do with Daredevil is Daredevil is going to be like its own TV show, and then they're going to try to do what Mandalorian did and make it hopefully a movie at some point. Yeah, because they want to have, I know Marvel wants to have like their whole street element, like their own stories with the street element, like maybe Spider-Man gets in with that because Spider-Man's a kingpin enemy. 
too. So, I'm like, I was reading one thing, like, oh, Kingpin could be the big bad of the street level MCU stuff. Like, he could be the Kang version of the street level stuff, which could happen, but he's got to get some victories here. <laughs> so, I, he could I, be I think seen as will. legit. I think they're going to be like, yeah, he needs to win something. Which, I mean, the first one's going to be him winning, winning mayor. Which, first off, who's voting for this man for mayor? Who decides, hey, I want a former criminal who's been arrested for murder, abuse, uh, weapon selling. I don't know if he sells drugs, but all this type of things. We want him as our hey, It's fake news. Fake news. The media made me a bad guy. It's I never did any of that. I did but, not. And then the media goes, why are your knuckles so bloody? I, I, w- I was beating up um some beet juice before he came up here. It reminds me like of the boys. Uh, the main villain just kills somebody, but everybody cheers for him anyway. So it's like maybe people will cheer for his brutality. I don't know. Then again, the city is so corrupt in Marvel that I wouldn't be surprised. The city I, is a mess. I would, I would love for Kingpin to be a villain in Spider-Man. But then here's the thing, right? If you make Kingpin a villain in Spider-Man 4... Kingpin, who's more of a Kingpin villain, Spider-Man or Daredevil, from the way we've seen it? Like, if, in your opinion, if someone were to take down a Kingpin, like, for good, who would you rather be? Probably Daredevil, especially exactly. with Daredevil being canon now, the show. I would, It would be Daredevil easily. And Spider-Man and Daredevil have already had an interaction in the MCU, so... Not even. This also makes... Yeah, in No Way Home. Matt, what? Well, no, Matt Murdock, not yeah. Daredevil. Matt Murdock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he catches the brick. It, I'm just a really good lawyer, man. Yeah, it makes me wonder, like, what they were doing during the Avengers movie when aliens are evading. What's Kingpin doing <laughs> during that? He's just chilling. He's probably like, <laughs> yeah, I did this. This is. My final point, this is why they should introduce the multiverse and actually have, like, incorporate it with these characters like Kingpin and Daredevil. Have them be in their own universe so we don't have to be questioning why, what they were doing during the Avengers movie and stuff like that. They could have been on a business meeting. (laughs) Yeah. Like, take advantage of the multiverse. Like, that's what I said for Eternals. Like, put them in a whole new universe. So you can get rid of plot holes. I think Moon Knight. Moon Knight, if you watch Moon Knight, it has no MCU references, to my knowledge. I don't recall one MCU reference in Moon Knight. So that's why I think it's in a different universe. But, and we're talking about all of this, and that just shows how uninteresting Echo is as a character. So, <laughs> here's the thing with Marvel, right? Where do you go from all of this, Right. Yeah. How do you make this connect? Like, what I think so? Obviously, with Spotlight, we're gonna get all these street level level fights. Let's include Spider Man in this because yeah. Sp- Spider Man Three was too big as a multiverse event that you can't make Spider Man Four like more multiversal. It has to be grounded, in my opinion. Yeah. So let's include him on this. 
Where do you go? What is the ultimate goal? Like, not like who's going to win, obviously, because obviously the heroes always win at some point or another. But where do you go from this? That's a good question because nothing like a street level Avengers, nothing like that is confirmed because the only thing that's confirmed is King. Well, okay. Assuming they roll with King the Conqueror still, assuming everything's on plan. They got their multiverse stuff planned out. There are Deadpool's multiverse related. Maybe, I don't know. I don't think Captain America is considered. Young Avengers it could be. That could be maybe street level. But I bet, like if they really wanted to space all this out, which I don't think they will, I bet they're going to try and do their multiverse story first and then maybe go back to the street level after that. Because there's nothing planned for like a team up on the street level to beat Kingpin. I think like beating Kingpin, unless he's beating the Daredevil show. But I think any big plans for is street Thunderbolt, level is Thunderbolt grounded. Uh, I don't. Th- if the villain is going to be who I think it is, it no. Who's the I, villain? I think it's somebody called Sentry, and he's got powers. I, th- I think he dropped so. out. I think the actor dropped out. They're looking to replace him. So, yeah, I think here's what you should do if you're Marvel. Marvel, hire me, please. I have a chair right here that I love you. (laughs) You gotta let Kingpin win. And I'm not talking just Daredevil. I'm talking if he's in Spider-Man, you gotta let Kingpin win. I'm not saying Kingpin has to be the main villain, but if Kingpin's like in there because he should be, Kingpin has to win some things. Same thing with the other street ones we're going to get. I can't think of the other ones we're supposed to get. But any That's street the ones. Thing. I don't even what, know what other street Whatever street, street level think crimes are coming up and through, if Kingpin's in it, he needs to win. He needs to win, 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 and win. And then you can bring it to a movie or have like the Daredevil movie or have like a show like the a movie like The Young Avengers where Kingpin is taken down. Maybe not down for all but down at least once because have him win. I'm not saying like you have him win every single thing he does like all the time, but I think in order to keep Kingpin who he is, he needs to win a lot because I have a gut feeling that Daredevil is going to open up with Kingpin winning and then he's going to lose by the whole entire thing. And it's just going to be one story arc of that whole show. Do I know what would make you want to know what would make people mad is if the young Avengers of Ms. Marvel and Kate Bishop are the ones to beat Kingpin. You know how many people would probably be they mad. Won't do that. But I'm just yeah. saying, like in general, like have it like toned down yeah. where someone beats him. Not yeah. like we need everything. I would love a street level Avengers like Spider Man, Daredevil, Echo, Hawkeye. Stuff like that, and have like a big crime story in New York, and these street level people. Like I think Kingpin as mayor, he's going to try to get rid of all vigilantes. So it could be like all the vigilantes teaming up, something like that. Be like a Sinister Six, but like that's those are antiheroes. I know, but I'm saying like have it like you need to make it all interconnect. I think what Marvel needs to truly do with Kingpin becoming mayor, because he's going to become mayor. We know this. Is you need to make a huge political side in Marvel and have it 
the rich elite, which is what Kingpin is. He is a rich elite, according to comics and stuff. And a villain. More importantly, he's a villain. Versus the good guys. And you need to have it be politics and fight. I think that is the best way you can do it. And it's going to be very hard to. But if you do it right, it will pay off. Yeah. And they did politics with like Captain America's Civil War and all that. They brought the government in. And I know the new Captain America movie, Harrison Ford is going to play the president, Thaddeus Ross. That's going to be so awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's going to play that character. And he's been in before. It was a recasted character now because the previous actor died. But yeah, so they're, they are going a little political. With obviously not like, but I feel like with right, Kingpin, but... you gotta go a lot more political, like have Matt yeah. Murdock taken down as a lawyer, but also <laughs> on the street. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Daredevil himself, he's a lawyer, so the Daredevil show will probably have a lot of that. And I think that's like where you stuff. need to bring She Hulk back in. Oh, my. we bring him back, She Hulk. <laughs> but I think overall, oh. with Echo getting back on track. <laughs> I was explaining this whole plot because we're getting like an hour and 12 minutes. Should have been. I think I realized it should have been a movie. Yeah. But like a Disney Plus movie. Not a movie yeah. that would have been released into theaters. A Disney Plus movie. Because I feel like it was TV show bounded to begin with. And that's why it just wasn't as interesting. Yeah. They could have done a plot where Echo wasn't trying to take over Kingpin's empire. It could have easily been a movie or a special where she's fleeing from Kingpin and Kingpin is just chasing her the whole time. And she has to go, she tries to hide home and she reconnects with family and she discovers more about herself as Kingpin is pursuing her. And that's it. You don't need then, the train scene well, and all well, that. Well, let's say you keep the train scene and then like, Somehow she's like her like I'm not I don't know how you would do it but essentially she knows the train's coming to town and she knows it's Kingpin train and be like oh crap like he's still at large and like yeah. let me do the gang thing and then send it off but then again she's bringing the trouble to her so yeah and what also here's what I would do here's hopefully this is our last slot uh it is have Kingpin. Have it confirmed he's still alive. Like, she missed his forehead. And he is a very... Let's have him as a very prominent person because he is going to be running for mayor. And he has the influence, and he makes up a story with Hawkeye, essentially making Echo the villain, and she's wanted. And essentially have her flee and retreat back home, and everybody's after her. Make the show about that. And essentially, once Kingpin catches her then he reveals like oh I never wanted you dead or anything like I wanted you with me the whole time like you could have just done that in two hours maximum a story like that I don't know just you didn't it didn't need to be five episodes of what we got <laughs> if that's clear but it was fine the show was fine it happened yeah. but I think the ending of this episode showed like this podcast episode here, it showed how the more interesting stuff is everything around the show instead of the show itself. The show didn't set up anything interesting, really, except Kingpin being a mayor. But there's hope. 
for the rest of the MCU street level. But any final thoughts on Echo? Not on Echo. <laughs> uh, I just want to say, so obviously this was our first episode and we went an hour and 15 minutes. I feel like the goal from everything is an hour max. Now, obviously, if we're doing an interview or something, like, you know what, like, we're going to have fun with it. And, like, John and I could sit here all day talking about Marvel or the new Mean Girls movie. And whether we liked it or we didn't like it. Like, my my point being is we can talk here for hours. But hopefully soon we're going to, like, not soon. On our Instagram, if you have any on inside the dome Instagram. If you have any movie suggestions where you want to see a review on something that's like not new, obviously like the new movies we're going to review, but like, let's say you want us to review the Lord of the Rings movie. Yeah. DM us. We will watch Lord of the Rings and we'll do a review on it. It might not be an hour long thing. It might be 30 minutes and might contain spoilers. The whole thing. Yeah. It probably would. If it's like a old movie movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like late information. I've never seen any of the Lord of the Rings, but new movies will always be spoiler free, but let us know because this is brand new to us and we love doing it. Like we said, it's going to be very random when we do it. It's not going to be like tomorrow. We're going to review friends at season one through six. Like no, yeah. it's going to be whenever, yeah. but it's really, let us know. Yeah. If you're listening right now and you want to, if you just have our numbers, text us like, Hey, review this or, or something socials. like that too, or social medias, but it could literally be something happens tomorrow and we feel like recording about it or like one of us feels like recording about it and you might get an episode. There's no schedule. I'm not even going to tell you, you guys what the next episode is because I genuinely don't know. It's just whatever happens, whatever comes out when we feel like talking about something, we'll just Whether sit down be. Movie, yeah. TV, music. Yeah. If it's anything regarding those and we feel like we got to talk about it, we're just going to sit down. I'll text Carlin. He'll text me like, hey, you want to record? I'll say yes or no. And then we'll sit down, record, and post an episode. Guests it's are literally, always welcome, too. Yes. Guests are always welcome. If you are like, hey, I saw this. You want to talk about it with me? I will say yes, and we'll get you on. So there might be solo episodes. There might most of them will be Carlin and I. There might be guests on here. It's all random. And that's what's yeah. gonna be fun with it. That's what's gonna be fun with it. So stay tuned. I hope everybody listening enjoyed this episode very much. Our full review on Echo. I'm not even gonna call it season one because I doubt there's a season two. But thank you all for listening to this episode. Make sure to follow our social medias. Our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. All of those can be found in our link in bio. If you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Overcast, go to the podcast website and click the link in bio there. Make sure to follow Inside the Dome for the uh, top oh. sports content as well. Yeah. I should say Anything else? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Um, yeah. Uh, TikTok will hopefully begin. Hopefully within february you gotta give this a little bit maybe a couple episodes before we like fully dive into things but yeah there's gonna be more ways to reach us and figure out what we're gonna talk about because it's just not movies it's just not tv it's just not music yeah so we'll we'll be branching out this is the very first of many episodes so hope you all enjoyed though but with carlin jacob i am john dodero 
Have a great day, everybody, and see you next time on Beyond the Dome. Thank you.